fortunate enough to be on location today in Trenton with a demolition project that they have going on. They're tearing down 20 homes here to make room for new housing. Really credit to the mayor of Trenton for putting this project together with different community leaders. Really fantastic. Going through a whole revitalization project in Trenton. We're happy to be part of it. Healthier neighborhood in every neighborhood. And I know the mayor and administration want that for all four wards in Trenton. Um, we need to do this together. I can't be more happy to see this day. The sun shining. Reverend Harrison's here to pray over uh, this, this event. Uh, the street teams, thank you so much for being here because you help us give people a chance every single day, whether it's kids simply getting to and from school safely or uh, grandparents feeling calmer in their neighborhood and they can walk to a corner store. We all do this together. So Trenton, let's celebrate. This is the start of a wonderful thing. And thank you again very much. And I want to give a shout out to Mike Valiant, our project manager here, who's getting it over the hurdle. And uh, where's Eric? Eric, what's what's the project? What are you doing? Oh, we're taking down 20 houses. Wow. Wow. Awesome. 20 houses. How long is it going to take it? It'll take a couple months. Okay. We're going to start today. Two crews going at it both sides of the street. Ready to get done. Really appreciate all your efforts here. Street teams, what do you think? I know you have a resident here on uh, on the block. Yeah, we have a resident on the block, and this is very, very important to all of us. Uh, for me, personally, this is, this is the street I grew up on. Uh, lived the first half of my life here. Um, at one time, multiple families lived here. Uh, most of them worked either for the state or for the steel mill across the bridge. And to see a chance for revitalization is important. Because when it comes down to it, it's about safety, it's about family, it's about having legacy for your children. Home ownership creates a legacy. And so this is important. So thank you, City Council. Thank you, the Mayor, for having that vision and also having the political will to move things forward. Because sometimes just having a vision isn't the only thing. Having collective action, collaborating with the community is important, and that's the reason why we're here today. So thank you. Thank you. All right, Mr. Carroll, you want to take it away? Okay. And how amazing is this? We've had the opportunity to understand some of the obstacles that we've seen in this area and going through the process of really trying to rebuild the area and make it better for everyone. You know, how do we teach the kids and give the kids some sort of a trade so they can learn how to be a carpenter, an electrician, buy houses in the area, have pride of ownership, and really bring Trenton back from where it's been over the course of the past 20 years. So we've had an amazing opportunity. We're thankful to the mayor, the council people, and everyone that allowed us to be here tonight. This is great. I mean, if you're a first-generation homebuyer right now, it's a first-time homebuyer, you can get up to $22,000 interest-free from the state in grant money. And we just need to get the word out there what we can do to put people in a position have financial awareness so we can start to build up the area. People take uh, better care of things when, there's, when they have ownership in it. Sure. And that's what we are trying to promote is to um, we have residents who are actually taking ownership. So they'll, it'll, when it's clean, it matters to them right. that it stays clean, that it, the upkeep goes on. So doing that, having the ownership and then cleaning up the block, and it's one by one. This Sanford Avenue is just one pillar. Mm -hmm. Then taking it to the rest of Trenton. How can people help? 
Like, how can everybody help? You know, for me, so I'm by trade for 25 years, been in the mortgage industry, and then we started this a couple of years ago to provide more awareness and education to people. How can people help? So for me, like unions, for instance, I think the unions and their um, trades are some of the best partners that we can have. Mm -hmm. One, teach, teach, I think the Bible teaches, I'm a Christian, teach a man how to fish. Yeah instead of giving them the fish. Right. So if we can bring them in here and let them learn a, a skill, carpentry, electronics, sure. whatever, so they can build on the upkeep of their um, housing, their mm -hmm. properties, and then get it within the community. So the community is actually doing it. It's one, each one teach one, each one read right. one, and they can do it together. So that's what we need. So if the community can, one, learn to be self-sustaining, that makes all the difference. But if they're always dependent upon someone else to give, 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 they're, not, they're never going to make it. Are there good programs that are in place to get, because it's about the kids. Let's get the kids into educational there's trades, things that we can do. Programs. Like even in the high school, mm -hmm. there's a lot that are being taught. But the transition has to come from when you're teaching kids about financial, so how to keep your bills, et cetera, to, okay, what is a mortgage? What is an interest rate? What is a closing? And just bring it back to the basics. And then once you explain it to them, these kids are very savvy. They're very tech smart. They're right. very financially astute once they get the information. And then you just have to make that transition to, okay, let's take you through a theoretical of buying a house over on Summer Street. It may cost $75,000. Mm -hmm. You need to put X amount of money down. However, let me tell you about a program that the state of New Jersey has or HUD has for you to be able to buy that property mm -hmm. and then own it. And then you're making it more tangible for them. Because right sure. now with too many of our young people, you know, just like anywhere else, buying a home seems so out of reach. It's almost they, they can do it. They can. They can do it. Totally can. It's just like they used to have wood shop. You know, oh, I'm yeah. I'm aging myself. I'm 52. Look, I'm 57. <laughs> you look fantastic. <laughs> my son's making a chair. <laughs> <laughs> my, my school didn't have it, but a lot of the schools have taken out wood, yeah. the, the wood shop. Most Having of them. them. Yeah, the, most of them have taken it out. So they can get stuff like that. But see, we have the trades that are coming back into one of our print schools, mm. which I'm excited about. So they're going to be having a class that they're actually teaching these children That's great. how to do this work, which is exciting for me. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. And it helps them. So when they're getting out, now they've got a job. So right. folks come into our city and they say, oh, there's jobs, there's work, but there's no one here to actually do the work. Mm -hmm. That's not true because now we have our high school students who are coming out with a trade. Yeah, that's great. And so what I would love to have them do, and I'm in talks with one of our unions, I'd like for them to give them certificates. Mm -hmm. So now they can say this one is actually certified in this. They're certified mm -hmm. in that. And they can get out there and get in the work. And then it just becomes generational. Yeah, now we have a systemic system of education that breaks any previous habits. Legacy wealth, yeah. the idea of yeah, they may one day have kids or family they want to pass the house down to mm -hmm. and what that means for their families throughout, you know, the next 60 years. Because one of the other things, too, it goes with changing your short-term thinking and long-term mm -hmm. thinking. If they think if they own a piece of America, that that was the American dream to own your own home. Mm -hmm. We live in a city, like I said, there. There are only 39% of Trenton actually owns their home. Back around 2000, that was 55%. Mm -hmm. So we almost have to defend our community by owning yeah. our community. I was talking to a gentleman whose family grew up on this street. Okay. He said yeah. 20 years ago, it was a different neighborhood. Yeah. Different neighborhood, and then they passed the properties down to their kids who didn't have the same pride of ownership in it. I mean, would it, statistically, people are going to have 10 times the amount of wealth if they own a home. 
Sure. So it's a place to start. Let's start with home ownership. Whatever I can do to try to educate as far as home ownership is concerned, wealth building through real estate and the opportunities associated with it, I, mean, I would love to be involved. We are actually putting together to just help grow the knowledge of the youth in our community. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people want to say that there's not a lot going on, there's not a lot in our community, but then we have folks like you who come in and want to lend a hand, want to um, help out, and we need to make sure that we can market it, mm -hmm. we can get it to the schools, get it to the superintendent, who I meet with on a monthly basis. So that's a great way that's of great. Um, having him spread the word, get it out to the schools, and that's what we want to do. We want folks to come in, see the value of our city, see mm -hmm. the value of our people, and like I keep telling folks, Trenton is historically rich. Right. We really right. are a wealthy, wealthy city. But if we don't teach folks, teach our own residents about our, our history so they can have pride in it, it's going to keep going down. Absolutely. So that's good, um, my colleagues and I, that's one of the things we are trying to make sure that we do. We clean it up, make it look like you or I would want to be, like I would want for my parents yeah. to live in. And then that we start taking pride in where we live. Mm -hmm. Clean up, sweep your porch, paint jobs, whatever mm -hmm. it takes to help build your community back up. And then that's teaching the generation without even saying anything, because mm -hmm. they be teach by without words. That's how they learn the best, yes. especially little kids. Yes. Right. Well, um, there are 20 houses on uh, Sanford Street. It's probably one of the worst uh, blocks in the city. Uh, it's been decades and decades of decay. And four years ago, we proposed to the last council uh, to take them down and unfortunately they voted it down the project down um, so we have a real energetic council this time around and we're really excited they said from day one let's get sanford street down so we're taking down 20 houses mr 20 Mayor? houses yeah right and, and we're going to put new housing in here Come on, yeah let's take a look at what we have going on and I mean, if you could just look at the conditions. Now, these are just, are, is anybody living in these homes right now? There's sprinkled, okay. sprinkled in here. But um, Trees by and large, through. yeah, by and large, most of the houses are, are uh, coming down. It just seems like there would have been a time, I don't know how long ago, that this would have been a beautiful neighborhood. It was, it was. Uh, the former mayor lived on the street. Okay. Uh, the, Af the president of the African-American Chamber of Commerce lived on the street. Um, we have a couple of the members of the street teams. I think the whole secret is having pride in home ownership. Sure. Because uh, when we took down the page homes, which were projects, and put a village in there, um, the same people are living there. It's just a completely different right. vibe and a feel, and and uh, uh, very few police calls go go to that neighborhood now. You know, if we get them in a spot where they first own it. And then you have the pride of ownership. Educate them. Educate everybody. Yeah. yeah. Seems like kids have all these opportunities for every schools are overfunded. Yeah. Like there's money flowing all yeah. the time, and yet shouldn't that be the case everywhere? Yes. And it doesn't it's not right to have that level of inequality. Yeah. yeah. Or opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham. Produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in and we look forward to catching up with you next week.